Welcome to Not Just Talk Radio, a modern-day movement offering a platform where real talk and new perspectives are transformed into action and evidence. Your host is LaTanya Jr., along with co-hosts Tina Wynn and Tony Brown. LaTanya is known for her unconventional brilliance and humanitarian scope of interest. They're ready to share both wit and wisdom. Now, here is LaTanya, Tina, and Tony. <laughs> welcome, oh. welcome. Yay. Well, good morning. Clap, clap, clap. clap. Can y'all hear good me? Good morning. I can hear you fine. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. I don't know. My, yeah, my ears better. are a little off. Welcome to the show. We have Tina and Tony. I know it's been a really busy summer, but welcome, Bo, all three of us at the round table, and I'm so glad you can make it. Today, yeah, it's a big story, ladies. Hmm. So so let me set the platform because this is a conversation. I normally don't get annoyed with social media because I'm a grown-up and I know how to allow people to have their own opinions. But in this case, I think it's time for us to have a conversation about the elephant in the room, especially as it, as it pertains to people of color, understanding the dynamics of working with corporate America or racist society in, in a racist society that's always been. Always been. There's always going to be some imperfection at the table. But this story really got to me about Jay-Z um, and his organization um, signing a, a deal with the, the NFL. Um, and the outrage of so many people, not all, because people that get it, and I, I want people to get it. I want you to really put the ego consciousness aside, be open to something new and learning because actually this gameplay has been at the table uh, for thousands of years. You and ancestors probably didn't know it. Some didn't know it. Why we are still at that space of confrontation regarding uh, a person of color partnering with a company that have identified their, their race card. And so, so many say, don't do anything with them, shame on them. Other people say, here's the opportunity um, to get in there and change. And then, of course, we got that middle man that's playing the race card to say, no, see, see how some of you go and get the quan, the dollar. And, and so, ladies, um, the three of us have worked in our industry where we have had the privilege, and it is a privilege, when you make it to the chairman office in your industry and you get to have conversations, present presentations and listen to their point of view. And, and because of that, whether so many people want to embrace it or not, there is a knowing, a learning, a consciousness that no one else gets unless you make it there. And so what happens is you have middle management and the working class people kicking and screaming because we just haven't had this conversation enough to explain to them how the game is played, the impact it has for the entire culture and across cultures. And that's why we are here today. It's why we're still not slaves is because of these power moves. It's why, you know, Egypt was freed, um, slaves was freed from Egypt, you know, over 3,500 3, years ago because of this same business play. So I hope, and I, I'm talking a lot, but the intentions is for this show to, to, to trickle and ripple effect and let those that please just, it's the, the, what we, what the damage we do to ourselves when we embrace racism also, 
um, as the people where a systemic racism is being shoved down our throats, controlling our communities. But the, why some get out, why some don't, I'm going to tell you. It's because they don't know this power move. I'm gonna, that, I really believe that. Matter of fact, I can prove it, and we're going to prove it throughout the show. We're going to talk about points in history, critical people from Einstein to Robert Lee Dunham um, to Tyler Perry. It goes on and on and on. But this show, people, this is the game move you must know to genuinely free yourself, take control of, of your economics, your position, and impact the world. There it is, ladies. Today is Jay-Z, the NFL. How about that? <laughs> All right. Did I get that off my chest? Great <laughs> I think subject. Great introduction. You know, I, love, I, love, I, love the, we gotta you know, start the, the perspective. Yeah. We got, Absolutely. We start, yeah. Absolutely. You're not getting it. And, and, and some people I love dearly on the Facebook. I've heard them buffoonery, stupid, dumb, money. Stop it. You, you, I'm telling you, after this show... Watch what's going to happen. You're probably making a million dollars in a year because you're going to get it. Here's the secret ain't nobody told you. Or you may weren't ready to hear. There's a time, a reason, a season for everything. I hope this is our listening audience season to get it because unconsciousness is true, true slavery. How about right. that? So, so, so right. here's how the story plays out. Do you guys want me to lay it out, or do, you, who, do one of you want to lay it out? Yeah. No, go ahead. Lay it out. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I mean, ah. yeah, we're ready with our opinions, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. Yeah, because I'm really, I'm looking forward to it. So so it's, this is backlash. Here's the Esquire. I love Esquire. Simple, smart, sophisticated. The backlash of Jay-Z's NFL deal um, is just the beginning. That's what they're saying. And so mm-hmm. if, for the listening audience around the world, as you all know, we, we know who Jay-Z is his organization, Rock Nation. Uh, the NFL would be probably our largest leading sport in America and, and, and one of the greatest reaches. And then, of course, we know um, soccer would be it. And so the NFL has been very, very firm about their race opinions. Uh, uh, clearly, uh, other outsiders, including the president, has participated in fueling this conversation um, about African Americans being able to um, share their personal opinions, which we know Colin Case stepped in and said, I'm going to take a knee. I, I believe it or not, just at that pause, um, Callen, um, Callen K, what he did is he said, it's time for a conversation. Taking a knee mm-hmm. doesn't close the deal. It don't even, it doesn't even start the strategy of a, of a deal. It's saying, I'm going to force the conversation. Right. And, and it I, sparks it. Mm-hmm. It sparks it. So we know more mm-hmm. has to be done. We also know if everybody would have taken a knee, it still wouldn't have started the conversation and strategy for change. The game is somebody always is the first person that says, where is the door? Somebody else says, now kick it in. Someone else says, now go through it. And then a team comes and start to sit at the table. So people in the black community, people in the color community, people in the world, that's how the game is played. In every industry, whether it was Federal Express, uh, the first African-American uh, chain, uh, uh, CEO, there was somebody first that says, I'm going to be an, uh, uh, the first black supervi- uh, supervisor um, at American Express. I'm going to move to management. I'm going to be the first VP. 
And then there became, and that's how the game is. It's even if in the traditional game, whether you're white or black, if you want to make it to the chairman's office, you got to go through some steps because there's some knowing that needs to be taken. Right, ladies? That's true. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the taking. If we look at Tyler Perry, yep, he slept in his car. Uh-huh. Yep, he saw the, the, the golden carrot. But his vision was so beyond that. Tyler Perry said, well, first I need to do, because I don't know anybody that can kick in the door, right, where I want to go. No one's had this vision of owning the, the first African, the largest studio, not even Spike Lee. Spike Lee rented his space. No disrespect. I love him. But he rented his place and borrowed and rented and, and, and created genius. Tyler Perry had a different strategy. He was like, no one's going to ever have to tell me where the door is because the next door I go to after this experience, I'm going to own the door. I'm going to show the way. Right. So Tyler Perry created his Mama and Pampa programs, um, and then he partnered. He had to partner. He had to go to the same man that said African-American films would not make money. He validated that by creating these little micro shows and concerts and, you know, theater and plays. And then what did he do? He knocked on the door of Paramount and said, see how, how you like it. And then Viacon, see how you like it. Because he needed those distribution deals to get his... His, his his plays and theaters into movies. Don't you know those were many of the same racist people that said black movies could never make a dollar? We all in the business. We know for how many years that they say, look, we create a diversity budget only for micro targeting because there is no need to advertise to African-Americans. That's how we made our money for 30 years. Right? Now we have this, this young generation of advertisers. You know, I'm happy for them. But who saw the door? Frank Mingo saw the door. He said, here it is. Frank Mingo, Carolyn Williams, Carolyn Jones, Mingo Jones, all the other creative shops, they kicked the door in. Right, ladies? And we were yes, a part Mingo of that. Mingo Jones, icon. Icon. And then. Icons we, and advertising. And they la- allowed myself, you, Gona Singho, and, and, and all these other people, Conrad Hilton, Bernadette Weeks, and, 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 um, Gail, and, and, and Gail Nim out of California, uh, Candida Mobley, uh, Brenda Blackman. Then we were the first to sit at the table at the level we did. And now look what's happening. We can go on LinkedIn and see thousands and countless of people of color impacting the communications industry. That's heroic. That's so, Latanya, let's go, let's go back and, and, and pull back to where the conflict is now. Jay-Z enters the picture with the NFL post-Colin Kaepernick uh, uh, taking a knee. Thank you. And he's bringing in his company, Rock Nation. Uh, they have a deal where Rock Nation is going to produce the halftime shows for the NFL in addition to um, um, uh, are they going to set up a special initiative? Well, what they've cleared is, because if you remember, for one, thank you, because you know I get passionate and I'm, yeah. I'm a researcher strategist. I start giving all the examples. So thank you for pulling me back. That's just why you're here. Um, uh, what happens is that um, uh, initially, remember when Janet Jackson controversy and then Beyonce, they, they thought that her performance was too ethnic. And so right. Jay-Z's position is not just 
to be over uh, to be an entertainment strategist because you know, Jermaine Dupree back in night 2018 when he was offered this similar he said I won't do it because nobody's taking a knee right with this but in this case he's saying we're going to be the consultants but it's for social justice projects see that's the big piece the big piece is that the NFL is willing to put on a global platform right um, some some entertainment that fuels social justice. Now that's a big deal because if it wasn't for Stevie Wonder singing, you know, "Happy Birthday" to to, uh, to Doctor King, to Martin mm-hmm. Luther, for, uh, we that that's what we wouldn't have had the holiday. We wouldn't have had the holiday. So music and social justice—that's the big picture. I also think that for those who don't know, um, Jay Z and Jermaine Dupri had a had a conversation, and back when Jermaine was asked to um, do that platform, and Jay Z asked him not to do it, and now people are looking at it's like, well, he wanted it for himself. I beg to differ. I think that he saw the bigger picture. I think it was just right. something for Jermaine to do at that moment. We're looking at something much broader with a much wider impact that is going to take place over time. And the other part of it is, if you're smart, you take advantage of how you get your foot in the door. And Jay-Z, in my opinion, is using that foot in the door to purchase an NFL team, something that no other black man has done in the history of the NFL, or certainly by a stake in it that's big enough that he becomes a decision maker, and he has a seat at the table, which is something we do not have. The only people of color who have uh, a part of an NFL team, one is Asian and one is Indian or Pakistani or something to that effect. So I, I, to- I totally agree, and, and that's the piece. When you hear he's a sellout, what you folks don't know in the community that have never you worked at this level. You know what, he's as smart as a Fox sellout then. <laughs> um, that is not called a sellout. That's actually what slave masters taught slaves. That's that. That's called a slave man. I'm going to say it. And you can email me because I can send you a thousand history lessons and you'll never email me again. Um, that is how slave masters disrupted their slaves. They created that sellout syndrome. And so when mm-hmm. you find yourself looking in the mirror with that mentality, you know you need to recalibrate yourself and retrain your thinking. You cannot get to the table unless you walk through doors of racism. And it is a courageous thing to do. That's why so many people don't do it. They quit. Fear quit. They quit in fear. They can't handle the pressure. But the, but the deal is, wouldn't you guys agree, when you get to the table, and I didn't create this science. If you Google Dr. Janetta Cole and other organizations with inclusion, with inclusion and diversity, diversity inclusion, whichever way you want to say it, when people of color get get to this table, we can prove in history and science that company starts to diversify their leadership and their thinking, because mm-hmm. we may not ever educate them about how racism is a racism is a dark sense of, of coreness and it's it's a it's a it's going low. That is what it is. That's their choice. But they do change their mindset in regards to playing a little nicer. Or most importantly, 
when they realize the black community can bring money to the table, like uh, uh, Wakanda did and so on, et cetera, do you know how many black films are being um, funded because of that film? Do you know how many African-Americans will be put in an NFL and management positions from town to town and city and city? The trickle down and the impact of having a person of color at the table will change sports forever. Well, I'll wait to, maybe I do have time to, I think what happened though, Latanya, is I guess the strategy doesn't get explained to the public. You're right. And so they're looking at face value of how the deal looks. And because Kaepernick is still on the sidelines, you know, you have the emotion attached to that. Uh, There were people who did not watch football last season because Colin Kaepernick did not get back into the league. You still have people not watching or will not plan to watch. But I think that's the emotional piece of it. And I think we should talk about the emotion of it and the strategy of it and what may come out of it uh, in the long run and how, you know, who can benefit from this and how. I don't think that we get to see the strategy, and I think that's what gets lost on us is not knowing the strategic piece of it. Yeah, and you're and breaking it down now, and I think you can let's, continue let's to break add it down to that. Too. Mm-hmm. What annoys me the most is that we don't take time to think about what this strategy may be before we run off at the mouth and say, you're a sellout, you're Uncle Tom. You'd, it's like, what did you, did you think about think this? Did you really put some thought we, into know, this? Emotion is th- yeah, thrown well, into you know it. what? It's, yeah. it's, that, I, I, and, and that's why we don't have anything. And, and I also, well, I also think uh, one of the comments of my from one of my friends on Facebook said, well, I research, so tell me. Well, if you're researching the Internet, but you're researching a subject you don't know about, I bet you you didn't research diversity inclusion strategy because then it would have popped up. And so it's hard for people to research, understand the strategy when they don't, you know, Einstein says you can't use the same brain that created the problem to create the solution. On that note, we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to a break. But mentioning Einstein, did y'all know that Einstein also was a graduate from an African American historic uh, uh, from an HBCU? Yes, no, I, I, I did my I did yeah. I did my uh, my my history, my ancestry. We have some yeah. we have some connection. Shut up. Oh. Well, I, I can't I'm believe that for our listeners. Einstein <laughs> went to an HBCU break time, and, and break. graduated <laughs> 1946. And let me tell you, once Einstein showed up, old German Einstein, not only did people flock to, 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 to attend universities, but people that were non-people of color respected and funded more universities. And that's a part of the game. This strategy has been out there. And on that note, we'll be back with Not Just Talk Radio. Okay. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's about Jay-Z, the NFL. Oh, yeah. It's about strategy. And this is a Mm -hmm. special show. This is a special show. And uh, we're going to dive back in. So if you're just joining us, you got you, you must replay this because it really is a life changer. And it's a conversation you need from this point on to pass on to your children and their children um, to, to, uh, to, to, to really transform our planet, in all honesty, how things work. But, but Tina, during the break, you had said you wanted to bring up what, what's the difference. What, what did you want to bring up? Was it Tina or was it Tony? I'm not sure which one. That was Tony. Yeah, I talking about a lot over. of stuff during the break. Yeah. Um, well, I, I said that, you know, in the work that we do, um, we always work with a strategy. You know, what can we put in place to get to our client's ultimate goal? And, you know, you always want to try to work harder, smarter, and not harder. And we employ strategy. And I was saying to uh, my colleagues that I think sometimes people get lost. They don't look at the strategy. They look at the emotion of it. We're in it. We're in our feelings. You know, we're caught up in our feelings. Somebody is trying to take advantage of us, so we think, and we immediately go to uh, the dark side of somebody as a sellout. But we didn't explore the strategy of what possibly could be on Jay-Z's mind uh, and how he is looking at this deal. Not to necessarily benefit himself. I'm sure it will benefit his company, Rock Nation. But what is it going to do for the mission um, that was what I was talking about and wanted LaTanya to talk a little bit more about the importance of strategy and how to think strategically versus thinking emotionally. Um, I, I totally agree. And, and and as a strategist, the, the, the concept behind a strategist is there's someone at the table that look at all the veins that's going to affect the issue or the brand, right? The issue of the brand, all of the veins. And a great strategist, and that's what Jay-Z is. He's an extraordinary strategist. 
when um when Cal when, when Colin K took a knee and we had um, a year year and a half and people kept kicking and screaming and the media is involved and the community was split as a strategist you're sitting back and you see a thousand opportunities because what wasn't happening is that there was no one inside at the table to walk this process through and to figure out how to literally bleed it through the entire system. Music does that, especially when you add music with social justice, not just music, but social justice is the critical piece because that's the change agent piece. And that's the piece, you know, um, um, Jay-Z was like, okay, that's great. Y'all all sit on the knee, keep doing that. Whatever that conversation is, that has to be had because that got us to the door. But I'm a strategist. And there are going to be other people that are a part of this play. It's no different. We can see this through history. You know, did you call Nelson Mandela a sellout? Because he was mm-hmm. going against this racist system. They put him in jail. But look what the pay, look what, look what, what the response to it all. He ended up being president. We don't know. I would not be surprised, and I'm going to f- be the first to say it. You don't know what Cal and K got paid, and that money he got paid could be enough money that four or five years from now, he also owns an NFL uh, a team or is a major shareholder that brings in thousands and trickle-down information about management, strategy, communications, and social justice throughout the community that 10 years from now, or 12, as the Native Americans say, 12 years strong, share generation strong, we can literally see the connection between what they did to how many people have been employed or changed their community or impact the world. And so this is a strategy. So all the kick, you know, I, 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 it's just time for people to learn. It's time and to... You also don't know if, if Jay-Z, Jay-Z's strategy uh, includes Colin as a quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he's, 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 he is now getting a stake in the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the 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 quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I can't pronounce his name. I, I I can see it, but I can't pronounce it. But he's had, some, yeah, he, he's had some problems. He's had some problems over the years, both right. on and off the field. Right. And who's to say that Colin Kaepernick won't come in there and be a quarterback one day for the Pittsburgh Steelers that Jay-Z owns? People have got to look at strategy, the bigger picture, and not think of somebody trying to fill their coffers. Right. And it's, but it's at this point, I'm going to tell you guys, we're in 2019. Dr. King kicked the door open. You know, the difference in Dr. King and um, was Dr. King was a, a reverend, of course. Um, he was a scholar, but what he was was a lobbyist. And so people will say, well, why didn't the Muslims, you know, what, what happened? So Dr. King got laws changed. Right. Because he was a lobbyist. Also, mm-hmm. he's like, I know how to sit at the table and change laws. And those laws, some people say, but look where we are. Yeah. You have the right to sue and do things you wouldn't have never had a right to do, uh, even though we still have challenges. Can you imagine if we didn't have Dr. King at the table to change laws that affect everyone? The laws that Dr. King got changed as a lobbyist that sat at the table, it helps uh, religion. It allowed Jehovah's Witnesses to go door to door and religions to preach at the level they repeat, preach, no matter whether you agree with them or not. It helped the gay community. The gay community is right now sitting on the laws that Dr. King put into place. 
and no disrespect to to uh, the Muslim community, but they didn't sit at the table. And so mm-hmm. here is the, here are the, the effects of what Dr. King has done has literally changed the world. We have enough examples in the black community to stop um, speaking on these terms and start educating our children and ourselves. Uh, ladies, haven't you all had those micro little community organizations show up and say, can I advertise at your event? Can I pass out my flyers at your event? And you know, oh, no, no. At, at our events, they don't even ask us. They just, we, we see pamphlets on the table. So where does this come from? <laughs> And they're poorly done. And they're poorly done. And and people would think I'm cruel for removing them. But the deal is, that's not the way to get it done, right? Exactly. It's just not not the way you get it done. But you guys, when we were at Stepman Graham Partners and at other agencies, I used my door was open and your doors were open. We spoke to everyone and their ideas. And the concept was, everybody don't have the skill to get through the funnel to strategy and sit at the table. I don't care how talented they are. That's like me. I can talk strategy. I can see a business growth in my sleep and hit the numbers like perfection, but I can't cook. I can't cook. I can't, I can't boil rice. I don't care how many recipes you give me. I can't even read a recipe. And and so that's the piece. (laughs) That's That's not true. (laughs) You can fry some chicken. Oh, I can fry some chicken. (laughs) <laughs> but that ain't my season. Is I bought somebody else's package and just cleaned the city, you know. Um, and, and so that's right. the piece we yeah. want people to know. We have to start. We're at a place in history. Um, the world is looking at us. The world is in agreement that America clearly is the most racist, cruelest, dangerous country on the planet. 255 mass shootings. Our records speak for themselves. I don't care if you don't like it or not. It's the facts. And the fact is... If you sit at home and Uncle Tom people and this buffoonery stuff, you are just taking away from yourself and your family. And we have enough examples that, no, college don't teach you this. Universities, not all of them. Some do, some extraordinary teachers that find the crack and share it. But it's time to be it's become, be lifetime learners and get it. Right, right, guys? It's time to get it. Absolutely, yep. Because right it's now not, is the time to sit at the table. While all this racism happened, that's when you want to sit at the table. It's like, hurry up. Get your proposal. Make sure it's correct. Get your strategies if you're not that person, right? If you're an idea right? person but not a strategy. But get to the table. Let me ask you a question, Latanya. Why do you feel the NFL was open to working with Jay-Z as opposed to, say, the NAACP or another organization? Was it because Jay-Z, in a strategy, brought them a solution no, to a I problem that they had? Not at all. Not at all. I, what, I think is, it, what I think is there were enough white people inside. See, white people, the good white people need a chance, too. They have to have an opportunity to approach approach bias and hate right and so there's a they have a strategy going on too they're like okay we're at the table with 24 people i'm with 16 nuts 16 nuts i i i need to play golf with each one of them i need to share this story i need to bring um the the quarterback with his family to their house for dinner it takes time for them to do that too this just doesn't happen overnight we know it doesn't it doesn't happen for us let me show up to your house and try to change your religion let you be a family that's anti-gay and I try to tell you your daughter's gay and I need to bring her lover over. I got to work on you. 
I got to have dinner, work on you and show, you know, all of this takes time. Just just treat people the way you want to be treated. And so there is a lot of coaches and team members and players that really don't know how to approach this race thing. Because, of course, you know, the same people that's calling black folks Uncle Tom's as soon as a white person try to help. They they got they got them pent up against the wall and they don't want people marching against them and they're being authentic. And so I think first we just needed time for the good white people and we need our good white people. We can't stop racism with black people marching. We stop racism with the pressure of marches and strategies. But we need white people to come forward and be courageous to help uh, make adjustments to those mindsets. So the white folks said, all right, I tell you what. Let's wait till this thing calm down because we don't want to be embarrassed. We don't know what to do with it. We have children and grandchildren that can be stalked and murdered and hate. And, you know, because they got hate people, too. The hate people are acting a fool, too. If you help them blacks, I'm going to set your stadium on fire. So all of that had to take place. And it's right in the time. It normally takes between 18 months and 24 24 months for you to start to see some quiet pops. Now, they watch it. They are watching all these people spew hate on Jay-Z. And trust me, they are concerned. They are concerned. And that's why Jay-Z is having radio, you know, having a conversation, trying to give you as much that, as he can give, because the rest is going to be played out. But, but, that's, that, but, that, but that's how the game is played. And, you know, I, 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 if it wasn't for me, I wouldn't have been a partner at Ogilvy and Mathers if it wasn't for a nice white woman named Terry Dukes at Young and Rubicon. She lost her job. Well, I, I, I say this. Just so happened, as soon as I was promoted to a key position at the table, she happened to leave the company. But my input changed and other people of color input. It was four of us. And that got me to, you know, and so this is, this is, this is, this is what's happening. But believe me, people of color, white folks are losing their job too for bringing the conversation to the table. Yep. Even though it has to be played off because when it gets down to it, it's the, the winning piece is going to be, and you saw this in the movie um, with the, with the women, um, with the numbers, hidden figures, when she went mm-hmm. to court and the judge said, no, Negroes are not allowed in this white school or to take this course. And she said, I read your background and right. your background said you like to be a part of change. Wouldn't you like right. for history? To say, That's the door. You need that, right. that. And her husband was against her, but he came on board, didn't he? Her husband yep. was like, don't you go. You people of color. Stop it. Learn. It's no exactly. more excuses for you. You are holding the rest of us back. You ain't going to hold me back because I've done my, what I, but you exactly. are holding the next generation back. And if you don't like it, I said, call me, email, text me, join us on the radio show because we'll finish having this. Te- this is a teachable moment. This is a lesson. Yeah. Right. I, I, I want to add in terms of Jay-Z, I appreciate what he's doing. I support what he's doing. I don't know who his PR people are. You know, I have a PR background, so I pay attention to everything. I would like them to help him express himself a little better than he does because it can be misconstrued when he says, well, it's time to get past the knee. I think right. because you've got people out there who are, like, who, who are hating anyway, and this is another piece to add fuel to the fire. There's a way to say that because what he means if you just take the time to 
look at the strategy, think about it. What he means is the knee was necessary. Right. And it now has brought us to this next step. Right. And we're going to take this next step and we're going to catapult it right. to the next I, I, step. I, I, I totally because agree. Because that is what he means. But right. the way he has said it, can be misconstrued, and I want and I, I want that to I want that clarity to be there, so right. we can all get on board and support what is about to happen historically. Because you can't you, you can't see the, the forest for trees right now, but it's on its way. Or or that could have been said in the other two sentences removed. But you know you know what happens. I do get this. And, you know, Tina called me just before the show and she said, oh, my mic's having a problem. She was talking. I, has, I was already in a radio zone and yeah. I had to shake it off. I, it took me about 30 seconds. I was shaking all the information on my head. And so to play at this level is such a zone. You're in a gifted space. If you can yeah. get to this level and play, it's a gifted yeah. space. And what he's holding on his shoulders, I, I can't not begin to tell you. Um, Correct. How he has to wake up and think about, well, what if, you know, we do this and somebody get raped while we're doing one of our social justice? I mean, it's so many pieces to it and so many matters. Correct. But, but, but I totally agree. Jay-Z, if you guys are listening, not, you know, hey, you just need another company, two or three, four. You're big. You need a couple of companies just like, you know, McDonald's and everyone else. Um, right. But we're going to go we're going to go to a commercial in a minute. But when I return, I want to mention, do you, do you guys remember Robert Lee Dunham? You have met him. T- Tony, I've been around you when he's been in the room. He was one of my mentors. He bought the first McDonald's to New York City. Y'all hear that? Yeah. So we're gonna, I, I just want to mm-hmm. talk about this game and the game. Lee, he me as Lee my mentor. and Linda were good friends of mine. L- Linda still is. Lee, we live right next door. I mean, he would, that was my boy. <laughs> that, what, <laughs> that was my boy. Down the earth. So I want to talk about Lee down. And we're going to get back on this story um, um, with uh, regarding um, Jay-Z because it, it's really important. But more or less, I want to still talk about the game, the strategy. I want to talk about Black Lives Matter if we have time because, because I think you want to sit at the end of your seat for that conversation. Black Lives Matter. That's how we're going to end this show. And that being said, thank you for listening to my my sister girls, Tina and Tony, uh, with our intentions, of course, to change the world, uh, not just talk radio. Thanks. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Get ready for High Vibe In It with host Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibe In It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get 
guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Not Just Talk Radio. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to lj at notjusttalkradio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Not Just Talk. Talking about Jay-Z, the NFL, the deal, the, the, the strategy that changes a family, a person, a community's life, uh, our world's life, and, and trying to really get synchronicity get everybody on board uh because i will say this i don't think people still you know and i want to say what people do or do not know but this is what i know for sure the more you talk about hate hate becomes you're just birthing more hate and and it's why i'm very sensitive of who come in my home who comes in my space right ladies because it's calibrated energy and And if you go into a room of everybody talking about bad news, you have a bad feeling because it's energy and we're energy. When you talk about something uplifting, inspiring, change, you know, this change, it changes that you want to go home and rule the world and you can. Right. And you can. I really think this is one of the, the last pieces. The reason why we are one of the reasons why we see hate at the highest level in America's modern day history, because it was even higher back then. And modern day history is um, what white folks are doing is reading the fine print and seeing how many of us has gotten through the door. And this race size, this, we talked about this through our marketing campaigns through the eighties that we were going to get to this place where people of color outnumbered white, but most importantly, the the white community is trying to stop the, 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 the uh, progression the success that we're on, you know, just came out a couple of months ago. I knew it about two years ago, no, about three years ago when I was at the White House. Um, Valerie Jordan at a conference released the numbers to show African-Americans are outpacing everyone in regards to education um, based on, you know, size. And so now more African-American women per size is, is, is have a college degree than white women. This creates a lot of disruption and fear mm-hmm. On, on, and, and so we're we're living that. This is historic. Why stop talking foolish hate? Learn what's going on and find your place if that's where you want to be. If you don't, if you want to be about uh, you know about the trickle down, that's fine. But find your place and kick some butt. But before we went, ladies, uh, to break, we mentioned Robert Lee Dunham. Um, if you haven't heard of him, he brought the first McDonald's, not the first African American that owned a McDonald's in New York, the first McDonald's. And he was also my mentor. And for four, four or five years, he would say to me, you're a great marketer, but don't get it twisted. I'm the smartest and the baddest strategy. And this is what he shared. 
He said to me, Tanya, because he used to be a police officer and so on. He said to me, Tanya, I would show up to these meetings in a suit, play golf, do what I have to do, right? Play the game. And then they would just let me have McDonald's after McDonald's after McDonald's. He owned a couple of dozen, I think, right? Mm -hmm. Or nearly a couple of dozen. And then he started to own them in New Jersey. He said, and as soon as I took off my dashiki, boom, they stopped. But by then, he had had 500 employees. By then, Mm -hmm. he had improved work conditions for people of color and created training programs that, that people still, organizations still use, right? By then... He had written letters and, 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 and co-signed, uh, you know, uh, in regards to support for other people of color to own franchise. He changed the franchise well, game. In, in addition to being an owner, he set a lot of policy, corporate policy, eventually. Oh, absolutely. With McDonald's. Absolutely. And if he would have, if he would have not, if he, now... The people, our wonderful ancestors and citizens that stood in restaurants in the 60s to make sure they were given equal, equal, um, um, you know, service. They're the ones that brought us to the door. Right. Right. Lee Dunham, Lee Dunham, (laughs) uh, uh, Robert uh, uh, Lee kicked the door in and was a strategist at the table and took us to a whole nother level. The fact that people of color. And, and, and McDonald's still, I mean, when I found out, I remember he told me that more people own a Denny's and we, and people were kicking and screaming, Denny's is racist because of those incidents. I don't know. I worked on a Denny's campaign at, at, at Chisamingo during those incidents where black people were asked to leave or weren't serviced. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. more African-Americans purchased a Denny's franchise than any other franchise. Another, another time in history where you see while other people are taking a knee and marching and kicking the door, other folks with the skill to get in the door, get to the table, change the strategy to help generations and people in their community. Well, you just, you know, in talking just now, you mentioned a key strategy that many people utilize to, uh, to advance in corporate America, and that was to start to play golf. Many people of color were not interested in golf, but started to play golf and learn the game so that they could play with the influences in their company. And that is a strategy. Hey, look, my strategy, strategy was I hated beer. I love fine wine and champagne, and I travel for it. And um, when these young marketers came along, they liked playing pool and beer. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I'm going to have to. And so I went to Germany. No, start. Mm-hmm. I went to Germany so I could learn about beer to make sure I drink the right one so I wouldn't act a fool. Um, and that is about, that's about strategy. And, and so this is, I hope it doesn't sound like we're coming down, but we are hugging you. The time is now, people. Um, and we're down to the 10 minutes. And, and, and a perfect example, and we are not bad-mouthing Black Lives Matter, but I want you to see something. But Black Lives Matter, people are on the street, they're wearing the T-shirts. But once those incidents happen and go away, we need people at the table. We need people right. inside. We're going to go to commercial. We're, we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter uh, when we get back. I think we got about 30 seconds. But what I want you to think about is if you're in the community, you've participated in something social, um, Look at the people on your team who has the wherewithal or a celebrity or a leader and you contact them, put a proposal together, sit down 
and say, we need someone that understands strategy, know how to get to the table and make adjustments. And you need them on both sides. You need the good white people. You need the good white people at the table because they really are the implementers of your diverse strategy. On that note, we love you for listening we to don't, this We show. don't have to go to break. Go ahead. Keep going. We have a few minutes oh. left. Oh, we have a few yeah. minutes left. Yeah, so, we do. So, yeah, we and I have to, you know, haven't you? We all have good white friends. Right, folks? Come on now. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, say that we have good, I have, you know, we all have good white friends. And just I live like in the United have, Nations. <laughs> I live at me, so do I. And, and so we know there's good and bad on both ends. But when it comes time to tackling racism, white America do need to have a public conversation to, to, to come to terms with the fact they're either racist or anti-racist. There's no in-between. And if mm. you are anti-racist, anti, then you should, if I, white folks sit at the table and try to find 12 people. Science of reach and frequency say 12 tells 12 tells 12, right? It takes 50 people to tip anything, to create a contagious, infectious epidemic. So two or three white folks, you sit down, you put your 12 down. You guys start having that conversation. You know what you yeah. need to do. You know, you know what you need to do to talk to people about um, racism and hate and spewiness. Because believe it, you know, I really believe this. All the hate in the world. Are your black folks saying the same thing I'm black folks saying? We're going to be all right. See, we, we've already had the experience and history. We know all the moves. The more you spew hate or more right. hatred is put out there, the better we become. How about that? Right. Look at look at what's right. happened. Look at how many people are first-time graduates of science degrees that's never happened. While well, y'all kicking and screaming hate, so do you, because we can take a chicken and make it last for 11, 11 days. You know, so this, we're really that's helping. We're, we're taking one for the whole team. We're really helping. Mm-hmm. People, white people, you must have this conversation. You, you, the, you, you are at the table first. You're there. You know who the bad guys are. The same with the cops. The good cops, you know who the bad cops are. You know who the bad cops are. We can march all day until the good cops stand up and have that conversation. And I've heard some of the black cops. I, we need the good white cops to organize Take your 12 good white cops and create an epidemic. And if you don't know what it means, read The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. It is proven. It is history. It's how we build great brands. It's how we create change agents. Ladies, I'm going to shut my mouth. What what you got to say, girls? What you got to say? (laughs) Um, I really just, you know, hope that, you know, we give this a chance to work I hope that other people will get on board even to help Jay-Z with the strategy to bring more people into the league Um, it should be interesting I don't know how long change is going to take and I hope the change includes Kaepernick I really do Um, he's the one that really started the movement Um, and I hope that he gets included in it yeah, I, I think it will. I mean, when you think about Dr. King's strategy, right, the same people that burned down the churches he sat down and spoke with. And then what did he do? In Selma, he realized 
we got to get on the phone and call everyone. So they called Jews and, and other white religions and white good people from everywhere came to Selma. Right, guys? This is history. This right. strategy is history. And two or three were killed, maybe even more, were murdered by white people. But the white good people, if I'm going to tell you, if it wasn't for them white good people coming to help Dr. King and African-American leaders in Selma, we would not be here where we are today. It was a perfect time. As a fact, in the movie, they said, Selma's it. Dr. King, look, he knew the strategy. He said, is Selma mm-hmm. it? He said, oh, yeah, and the mo- the man that hates black people more than anyone on the world is the leader of the police department and the governor. This is a perfect storm. The thicker the hate, the thicker the hate, people, y'all hear me? The greater the opportunity. The time is now, and this ain't just talk. The time is now. As those that take a knee, those identify the door, bring those that create the strategy partner with the good white people and and change and change the planet. It ain't going to ever be perfect, but baby, we got an opportunity to do some amazing things right now. I just I just wanted to say just take the time, just take the time to look at what is happening, to think about why we've entered into, you know, this conversation. Think about why this man, with all he has, because he don't have to work another day in his life. Ooh, we his, wife about su- his wife, his wife can support him. You he's understand? a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. Okay, right. but he's got a track record for doing the right thing. Yep. And oh, you may goodness. not always agree with how he goes about it, but think about it and look and see. Look at the the, the broader picture. And take yourself out of the equation. Take your, your emotions and out. And think yeah. about where we need to be. Because we have such a far way to go. We've come far, but all we, there's always a few steps backwards. And we got somebody up in the White House who wants to take us back to the beginnings. And right. we're not going to let that happen. And we're going yeah, to do it. And money talks. Money talks. I, I love it. And if you've got a seat at the table... And if you got to bring you got a chance. to strategize, yeah, you got a chance to make change. If you have a seat, you have table. more than a chance. You you will you will be successful. I, I love it. I, that's my soapbox with thirty no, seconds no, left. No, I, I love it because you know I'm you know I always say I come from an entertainment family, so I'm always hyper. I totally agree with the both of you and that input because that adds those other dynamics. I mean that's brilliant, Tina. You know, hey, he doesn't have to work. And, yeah. and, and, and he's doing this. But, you know, I think about uh, let's give a shout out to the Obamas. They released their first film uh, yes. when they were in the White House. Always. Of course, they were destroyed by their seconds. black church and white people. And mm-hmm. is he really legal? And, the, you know, I, can't, I still don't imagine. I, I can't imagine um, the level of how, how they handled it all so well. And so. Uh, brilliantly, but but it yeah. happens, and that's a great example. But they yeah. complained about President Obama uh, hanging out with all these celebrities. But look at the outcome. So his organization is producing films that create change, because we know through entertainment that's where change has always fueled us globally. Entertainment yeah. breaks down. Mm-hmm. Uh, rap was a game changer for race. 
uh, R&B was a game changer. People, whites and blacks, start hugging each other and dancing it, 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 under the red light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Uh, rock made people forget and, and, and come on the stage and sweat. And, and so entertainment has always been a critical piece to social justice. We're living exactly in enough. a... At a, at a genius, at a, we're experiencing a genius moment, but congratulations. Let's support the film that shows uh, a manufacturing company where white and black and Asians are all working together, the Obamas. It's a brilliant move, and it's a, it's a quiet move. And just think about it, uh, the impact that mm-hmm. will make, and for all the people that called President Obama and Uncle Tom. If nobody told you they love you today, we do at Not Just Talk Radio. Mwah. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Talk Radio. You'll want to check out the next edition of the show next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.